Hey guys, this is TJF Football, and this is the Week 3 Buy Low, Sell High candidates. We're going to start off with Justin Herbert at QB25. After the first two weeks, he's thrown for 330 yards in both games, but he's only got two touchdowns total to show for it, and zero on the ground, which is totally unlike him. Last year, we know he was always willing to sacrifice his body and go in for six. Even at Oregon, he was always calling his own number and jumping into the end zone. He probably lost 120 yards just last week due to penalties, so if you could bump that up to, say, 400 yards... Um, incredible you know next week he's going up against Casey who should be providing a bit of a shootout they've allowed 65 points against so far and the week after that it's going to be Las Vegas who has shown to be a little resilient after the first two weeks but I mean it's still Las Vegas it's always going to be Las Vegas so going to running backs now we're going to touch base on Saquon Barkley who had 23 attempts over two weeks which isn't great but in week two he averaged over four yards per carry and he's had three targets in both games so far the first two weeks were up against Denver and Washington, who are probably top 10 defenses in this league so far. Um, and you know, next week, this coming week, is against Atlanta, which should just be fireworks. Atlanta doesn't have a great pass defense or a great run defense, so Saquon Barkley should be able to run wild. And Daniel Jones has been taking off. Last week, he had nine carries for 90-plus yards, and attribute half of those to Saquon because they've been using him as a bit of a decoy. Saquon, we know he's healthy. He had that 41-yard jaunt. He looked incredible. It's this O-line that's killing him. But against teams like Atlanta, we could be firing him up. So if you want to be getting in on the Saquon Barkley bus, you're going to have to do it this week before he plays Atlanta, um, before he puts up, you know, 20-plus fantasy points and you can't touch him anymore. Another running back that we need to buy low on is James Robinson. We talked about him last week. This week, he had twice as many carries as Carlos had, and he's had nine targets over two weeks. Now that LaVisca Chenault is injured, there's going to be a lot of passes close to scrimmage, and they're going to eventually phase Carlos out. Last year, he had 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns, and I know Chenault might be playing in week three, but we know he's not going to be healthy. He exited the game, and it didn't look like he was going to be back for two, three weeks. So the fact that he's playing means that he's not going to be 100%. So we can expect James Robinson to really close in on that gap. And honestly, we can kick Carlos Hyde out. If you have him on your team, do not be afraid to throw him onto the waiver wire. Wide receivers, AJ Brown's at 47, which is incredible. Tannehill has only one passing down this season, and the team has four rushing touchdowns. Now, it's not going to be a .25 clip for the rest of the season. The one touchdown that they've scored through the air went to A.J. Brown. He's had 17 targets in two weeks. It's coming. You know, he's way too talented. They've got Julio on the other side. Their defense is trash, so they're going to have to start throwing the ball more. And Derrick Henry is on pace for 85 targets, which we cannot expect to meet throughout the rest of the season. So go and get A.J. Brown. You might only have to pay wide receiver two price, maybe, you know, wide receiver three and a pick. Go get A.J. Brown because he's a top 10 talent. Emmanuel Sanders Wide receiver 68, he's got 14 targets, he's Josh Allen's deep threat this year, which is basically what Stephon Diggs was last year. Um, very productive role, obviously, for Stephon Diggs last year. He's got an 18% target share, and Josh Allen just hasn't been as accurate on the deep ball yet this season, but we know it's coming too, so do not be afraid to go get Emmanuel Sanders. You're buying him for dirt cheap at wide receiver 68. He might even be on the waiver wire. Um, go, and, go and get your guy. Tight end, we're going to start with George Kittle. It's coming, you know. He has had nine targets. Trey Lance is eventually going to take over the job, so it's going to open up a lot of rushing opportunities for both him and Kittle. Kittle can touch the rock a little bit in the backfield too. Um, and a lot of dump-offs are going to be coming towards the tight end, so it's coming. Go and get George Kittle. Currently tight end 13. You can be paying you know, somebody like, I don't know, Jared Cook or somebody who's had a good game in the last couple weeks, maybe even Tyler Higby if you want to roll off of that, that week one, and you can go get George Kittle right now. These are going to be the guys that we're going to be selling high on. So, I mean, we're going to start with the obvious, the GOAT, Tom Brady. He's currently sitting at quarterback two, only after Kyler Murray. Tom's had 655 yards and nine touchdowns so far. 
Games will not be as pass-heavy. Next week, they're playing against the Rams, then New England, and then Miami, who, yes, they got blown out by Buffalo. However, it's Miami. They've got a really great four, four guys back there playing DB. So go ship off Tom Brady. He has to slow down. I'm not going to say he won't be a top 10 talent, but if somebody's going to give you, you know, value on a quarterback two right now, you have to take it. Devin Singletary, he's had three fumbles in two weeks, and he's still running back 19. Currently, he's averaging 15 touches per game, but last season to close out 2020, he was only averaging about eight touches per game. So we can't expect this to be the, be the norm here. Zach Moss, he was a healthy scratch in week one, played a little bit in week two, and we know that this is going to be coming back to his backfield, or at least, you know, a 50-50 split. So if you can get RB2 return on Devin Singletary, I would 100% suggest it. We know Zach Moss is going to be the goal line back, and if it's not going to be Zach Moss, it's going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen, like Justin Herbert, loves to use his body, you know, within five yards, and he would prefer to throw as opposed to run anyway. So ship off Devin Singletary while you can still get some value for him. Wide receiver 28, Mike Evans. He's doing Mike Evans things. You know, the last couple of years, he hasn't been a field stretcher like he used to be ever since Chris Godwin came to town. He's a big body and he's always going to be doing, he's going to be posting guys out very much like, you know, Jimmy Graham used to do. He had two very short yardage touchdowns last week. I think they're one yard and four yards. Usage is fine. He's had 15 targets in two weeks and I expect the game scripts to mellow out. Move him after a two touchdown game. Go get a solid wide receiver too. Even if you could flip him for Chris Godwin or... Think about somebody like that. Allen Robinson's a guy you could probably move for him. I would much prefer Allen Robinson. And Rob Gronkowski, currently sitting at tight end two, just like Mike Evans, scored two touchdowns last week. You need to move this guy. He's had four touchdowns in two weeks. He can't keep this pace up. One third of his catches have been for scores. You need to move him for peak value if you're thinking about getting rid of him at all. Rob Gronkowski cannot keep this up. It's just unsustainable. And I just want to thank you guys so much. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube. The YouTube is TGI Fantasy Football, while the podcast is TGIF Football, and the Instagram is TGIF Football. So thanks again, guys. Take care.